Welcome to the Higher Ed Demand Gen Podcast, helping higher education marketing leaders share knowledge about learning, strategies, and tactics that are relevant today. See what you can learn today by listening to one of our episodes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Higher Ed Demand Gen Podcast, hosted by Concept3D. If you like our content, please follow and subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening in on. Maybe it's Spotify, maybe it's Apple. Uh, but if you are on Apple, please drop us a comment. I want to hear what you think about the show. My name is Shiro, and today we will be talking about building a social team, social media team from the ground up. And for the conversation, I'm really excited to have Andrew Song join us. He is the marketing and social media coordinator at South Dakota State University. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Hey, Shiro. Thanks. Excited to uh, excited to chat with you. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, my pleasure. And as I ask all my guests, um, Andrew, what do you love about higher ed? Yeah, higher ed um, is such a unique industry to me um, in that every day you get the opportunity to um, invest in the next generation and give back, right? I think people say it all the time of there's always just this energy on a college campus, right? And um, this this feeling that um, every day when you get to arrive at work, uh, there's something, something new to learn, something new to discover, a new story to tell. Uh, and so that's kind of... Uh, that, that's what gets you out of the bed in the morning, right? Is, is chasing down those stories and making an impact and um, seeing the students prepare to, to change the world. Thank you for sharing that. And so I know we had a prior intro conversation. You told me a little bit about your higher ed journey, right? It's a bit interesting because you, I feel like you move departments that usually you don't move across. Can you tell us a little bit about your background in, in higher ed and where you got to this role today? Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, we were joking uh, a little bit before this, right, that um, I'm at a three-year anniversary this week uh, of starting in my role as marketing and social media coordinator. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it, it's fun to look back over my kind of career overall as uh, you mentioned at a unique background. My um, background is in athletic communications. And so I spent, um, I, I got an undergraduate degree in sport management, business journalism, kind of minors there. Um, but, but, uh, had a background in athletic communications, just about a decade of doing, um, statistics, media relations, social media, photography, news writing, website management, all of that stuff for athletic teams. Uh, and so spent about a decade uh, of my life telling those athletic stories. And then when the pandemic hit, uh, and, uh, athletics went away, right. Uh, I still remember March. Uh, of 2020 was this really weird date where um, I think I covered a softball game on a, on a Tuesday for our SDSU softball team. Um, mm -hmm. And then it was done, right? Like uh, the world kind of shut down. We all remember that. And so during those um, kind of four or five months of pandemic and working from home kind of realized um, I, I wanted to do maybe something else with my career. Um, you know, you mentioned the SID stuff. There's some phenomenal sports information directors in the world that have been mentors of mine and athletic communications is such a unique background because um, I think if you talk to an athletic communications professional, they're able to say, yeah, I have experience with that or that marketing tool or that storytelling tool or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I always kind of looked at myself as um, a storyteller at heart, right? Like sports information is always that background is um, there's a lot of statistics. There's a lot of, um, 
record keeping, things like that, and, and, and certainly an important part of the job. But really what I loved and um, what I really enjoyed was telling stories. Uh, and so kind of started to search for different opportunities. My wife and I knew that we didn't want to um, leave the town of Brookings at the time. Uh, and so uh, knew that um, maybe if there was an opportunity on campus to to move over to university marketing. Uh, and, and there's a little bit of... Uh, uh, serendipity there. There's a little bit of just perfect timing that um, in mm-hmm. the summer of 2020, this role was newly created. And so they were trying to hire for that. And um, what was really nice to to be able to start over without entirely starting over, right? Of, of being able to do this new transition into um, the storytelling role of, of marketing and social for mm-hmm. the greater university, while also um, doing it for a place that I knew and, and appreciated and, and wanted to stay connected to. That's fantastic. And, you know, you said you love telling stories. Like, I don't actually know too much about the sports information role. Like when it comes to telling stories, like, is it, is it, is a lot of it like focusing on specific like athletes, right. And their background and their come up, like what's like a common theme, um, that, yeah, you, I guess you um, wrote about or you talked about or communicated. Yeah, good question. Um, I think there's stories every day that we got to tell um, in that yeah. role in my background. Um, part of it was, uh, part of it was just, hey, there's a game going on. Uh, here's what happened uh, in the athletic contest, right? Uh, the Jackrabbits. Mm-hmm. Or um, I spent time at like Washburn or, or Fort Hay State or Middle Tennessee and Augustana, right? Like, pick your team. You got to tell thousands of those stories mm-hmm. in my career of wins, losses, championships, heartbreak, um, things like that. Uh, we would do game notes, what, uh, I guess, industry-wise, you'd call them kind of like talking points or like media packets um, for folks to digest. And then two, there are always those features, right? Um, I remember one that I got to write that, that uh, well, two of them come to mind, I think, when you talk about uh, those kind of type of feature stories with the athletes. One of them was on a, uh, a men's basketball player here called Aaron Fegan. Um, Aaron, when he came to SDSU, was a, a good basketball player and, and great kid and an alum or uh, had family who were alums and, and whatnot. But Aaron got um, diagnosed with a brain tumor uh, when he was uh, oh. uh, coming to campus. And so just his journey of, of fighting through that and staying on the basketball team. And, and um, I got to tell the family story through that, do some really, really cool, interesting interviews and um, write a really interesting, uh, enjoyable piece for that. So, um, that was a lot of fun. The other one that comes to mind was really, um, maybe one of my last stories that I got to write as sports information was we had a softball coach, um, named Kiki Stokes. She was an all American at Nebraska, mm-hmm. but we had her as a coach here, um, for a few years and she played professional in the summer. Um, and there was just an incident in her life during the pandemic when there was a lot of social justice stuff going on that um, Kiki really started a movement uh, in the softball world. And uh, I kind of called her up and said, hey, can I tell this story? And she said, yeah. And um, I got to talk about her and, and not just what she did, right, in and, and the softball field and all that, but got to talk about her um, upbringing and how she grew into the person she was and how um, her leadership and and, and um it, it was really just building for a moment that Kiki could kind of uh, take a stand as a leader and, and, and make an impact. So those two were pretty fun stories. That's fantastic. And I can tell like your passion about this, you know, you're, you also communicate the story effectively. Like, are these parts like, sorry, taking one step back. I've, I've talked to a few social media managers and more like executive roles that uh, have managed social media teams in higher ed. And 
one thing I've heard over several guests that have been on the show is like, you know, focusing the story back on the student um, and using those stories to help amplify the school's brand, what they stand for. And that's actually having compounding effects in perspective, perspective students and building that awareness versus like just marketing campaigns and like that are from the business level that are just saying, Hey, come to our school. Right. Yeah. Is that bet. something you, sorry. I was going to no, say, no, no, uh, no. You're, you and I are, you and I are right on the same path. Is that something here, you've know? brought over now that you're a part of the marketing team, the central team now? I'm just curious. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, I, I, um, I see the alignment now, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great uh, connection there for you. you. Kind of set me up perfectly for it. Um, we, we get to tell stories every day um, now on the university side of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, part of my job connects with um, our marketing firm and I do work on those standard brand recruitment marketing campaigns, right? Um, mm-hmm. We just actually launched a new commercial um, here this week that was a big part of, of our work nice. through the summer and, and doing stuff like that. But um, as you know, through all of these conversations and as other folks know through social media, uh, we're great at, at the slogans and we can do all the commercials and the fun stuff and all of that. But um, prospective students want to hear from current students um, and they want to find a uh, connection or, or a, a moment that they can envision themselves in that role. Right. Uh, and so a couple of things that we do. Uh, on the on the very polished side that I think help support that or on the storylines, we do a Meet Our Jack series um, to where we've expanded that. Jackrabbits. So we're the South Dakota State University. Okay, Jack. yeah, I was going to say. Um, so we do Meet Our Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tell two student stories and a faculty story a month. And then we try to do um, an alumni story every quarter. Uh, so uh, we're just going to put one out tomorrow on a student in community and regional planning. Or mm-hmm. last week, we talked to a faculty member uh, in our aviation program. And so really, those are tied to um, who are they as a person? Um, why did they choose SDSU? How have they found success at SDSU? Uh, and then two, how are they getting ready to change the world, right? Um, we're, a, we're a land-grant institution. We're an institution of higher ed in South Dakota that um, our goal and our mission is, um, as a land grant, the, the idea is basically that um, anyone who seeks the benefits of higher ed, we have a degree for you, right? Like, we want you to come here. And it's not just that we want you to come here and get your degree and, and head on out, right? Thanks for coming. It's a, it's a, we want you to come here. We want to invest in you. We want you to invest in us. And together, we're going to send you out prepared and support you so that you're ready to go make an impact. You're ready to go build a better future is what kind of we've been calling it. So um, through those Meet Our Jack stories, we try to kind of fit those narratives in. Um, certainly for the brand um, messaging, right? The the polished university messaging. But I also think there are those authentic student stories that um, it, it's it's pretty easy when you watch one of those to say, man, I was that type of a student or mm-hmm. um or if we talk to a prospective student, they say, you know, I watched uh, the video on your um, concrete industry management student that you just did. And uh, my parents had similar background and I could see that and I want to come learn that way. Uh, so we, we, we use those, those stories every day to, like you said, not just um, talk about the, in, the, the individual and their in, uh, individual story, but also tie it to um, the brand messaging and um, how we've teamed together, both the student and the university, mm-hmm. to to set themselves up for a great future. That's fantastic. It, you know, one question I had for you that just came up. It's another sidebar, but uh, 
are you, are you seeing more people direct message you or message you on the social accounts as you've been in the position in the last three years? Because I'm also hearing like social media has become the channel to like communicate with the school as well. Yeah, it's funny. I would love to, there's a, there's a dream. I'll put a plug in there, right? Like <laughs> I would love to have a team of, of individuals who um, could be almost uh uh, in, in online admissions counselor, if you will, to write, like sit right. and intake all of those questions. Um, we do our best to, to communicate with people and, um, mm-hmm. send them, Hey, we want you to connect with our international office or, um, you're interested right. in, um, biology. Let me pass you to my friend who is an advisor, uh, that she can, she can help set you up for success. Right. Um, things like that. Uh, it's, it's funny. There are sometimes that, that we get to the point that it's like, I'm sorry. I only run the social media. I know a lot. I can't get right. you. Uh, I cannot submit your application for you. Here's how you do it. Right. Uh, and so, um, we do get a lot of people that, that reach out and talk to us through social and, um, we try to be that conduit for them to, to find success or to get in contact with the person that, that they need to be in contact with. Yeah. I mean, like another reason why like a social media team and the social media role in higher ed is is an expanding role and it's a lot of work. Like, you know, like being someone who's re- responsive and from a messaging standpoint, it's a full stack, like customer support role for higher ed, right? You have to like know where to send people. Like it's a lot of work, especially if you're like responsible for replying and getting the right information to students, parents, any constituents, right? That's very difficult. Yeah. Um, we, it, it is, we got a great team. Um, I know mm-hmm. that I can, if, if we get a message on Facebook or, or on Instagram, right. That like, I don't know the answer to, um, we have a great team that I can send a text to. I can text our director of admissions. I can, uh, text an advisor friend. I, mm-hmm. uh, I even think, uh, about a month ago, I had to walk over to the union and, uh, chat with one of our traditions coordinators on, Hey, I have this really random question. Um, right. can you help me out? And, and, and a great team that, that lends a hand and see the value in it. So that's some dedication that you <laughs> took the time to walk over to another department. I respect that. Hey, you know what? Uh, we're, we're here to make an impact. We're here to invest in, uh, students. Uh, I'll go and I'll go above and beyond great. for that. Absolutely. You know, one fun factor that, that I'll let you explain a little bit more is I didn't really know about South Dakota state universities, like school size, you know, how big the school was. And I was actually surprised to see like, there's, a lot of students there and my, my numbers are a few years dated because I just Googled it. But can you share us a little bit about like the size of school and institution as well? Yeah, we got a, um, a really good institution. We actually just um, released our enrollment numbers for fall 2023 here uh, last, last couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't pull the exact number out of my head. I'm sure right. I could, but I do know um, we had our largest uh, we have, we have highest enrollment in several years. Um, we also have our largest first year freshman or first year student enrollment, mm-hmm. um, since, uh, like third largest ever, excuse me on that. Uh, and so super exciting there to see the growth and the investment on that recruitment aspect. Right. Um, mm-hmm. the other thing that I think that we're excited about, and, um, I think leads into, uh, maybe some conversations that we'll have related to our student team, right. Um, is, uh, we have 83% retention rate, um, which so about in, I think it was in, well, it's been several years since we started this uh, new strategic plan that we had. Um, 
and, and the goal was let's try to hit 80% of a retention rate at some point. And I remember we put that out there and it was this, that's a lofty goal. We're, how are we going to do that? What are we going to do? That's a great thing. If we, if we accomplish 80%, um, that'll change the course of the university. And we have, um, have amazing teammates on this campus and hardworking individuals that, um, mm -hmm. really dove in. I know I mentioned our advisors, I mentioned, um, faculty, staff, all that, that put students first and invest in students here. And, um, to say that we had 83% retention, I mean, that changes the course of a university, right? Like to say that you're keeping 83% here, um, when some student, when some colleges are not close to that 80% number on retention, um, that's right. a number we're really, really proud of, as well as that um, first-year student uh, enrollment. Uh, I mentioned our director of admissions, but his team, um, they work really, really hard and um, are good partners of us, and uh, uh, we try to support and do that. So a lot of, lot of positive movement, feel good about those numbers as they came in, and um, that comes at a time that there's challenges in higher ed, right? Like we all know um, this looming enrollment cliff, as we talk about, is coming. We mm -hmm. all know that um, uh, it's hard to it's it's hard work to to grow that enrollment, and it's hard work to to yeah. see the the fruits come out. And so, for us to kind of have a good year and um, take a minute to say, "Great work, team. We appreciate everyone." Um, it, it's 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 great. It's fun. That's huge. I mean. I would love to record another podcast on the retention number alone. I just presented on a topic and did some research. And I think student retention is actually increasing like year over year since the pandemic. But the average for higher ed as a whole, including two year institutions, is 67%. And about 10% of students transfer out, but 67% is what that is. So about 77, it's 77 to stay in higher ed, but institution's ability to keep a student is 67%. So 80 is above 80 is insane. <laughs> nice work. It's, it, it's a, it's a fun win for us to be able to, to put that right. The work's now done, right? Like we did it. Now we go, Hey, can we beat that? What can we do? How do we, um, I've mentioned it a few times and I'm just going to start sounding like a repeating record here, but it's, it's really about for us of, of how mm -hmm. do we, how do we invest and how do we become teammates with our students? Um, that if, if they're willing to put the work in, we'll match them. Uh, and we'll, we'll get you ready to make a difference in the world. Love that. Shows you care. Um, switching topics just a little bit. You know, we talked a little bit about building that student team and building a social media team. On our previous conversation, you know, I learned that you had really started a social media team of students uh, from the ground up. And, you know, you've had a lot of learning experience there in the last year. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you've developed? And yeah, can you share us a little bit more about what's happened? Yeah, uh, I, I love our student media team. Um, they're a lot of fun to be around. Um, they bring a lot of energy to our social media strategy, uh, conversations, content, things like that. So um, I guess just to jump in and, and start from uh, start from the ground floor on this one, um, we had, so I started here in this role about three years ago, or three years ago this week, right, as we mm -hmm. talked about um, and I think we went through a year of kind of um, evaluation of our social media and evaluation of what we're doing. And um, as with anyone, when you come in uh, as a new person, you kind of have ideas, but it's really smart to sit back and, and listen and um, talk to your stakeholders, talk to your teammates, figure out what's needed. Um, and through that, that time, I think we started to identify, hey, we're pretty good at telling um, recruitment stories. We're pretty good at 
uh, a, a news story or two. We have a great news team on our on our university marketing group that um, strategic communications tells really good stories, and um, mm-hmm. we can share that. But um, I'm I'm 33, right? Uh, we have Matt and Heidi and, and Lowell and Brian as are also kind of team members here, and um, uh, we're starting to age out of of what uh, college college students want to hear, right? Uh, and so as we um, as we talk about uh, what we were missing and, and really um, take a hard look at our social, it was we're missing that student piece. We're missing that authentic student voice. Uh, and so uh, as we looked at, at staffing and how we were going to start doing that, we hired you know a student um, to come on board and start doing some social media with us. Uh, and and um, that individual did terrific and started with us in 21 and um, uh it's funny as I was just reflecting on her first video, her name was Genevieve and she was a rock star for us, uh, but um, was reflecting on the first video that she ever did. And um, when we bring it up to her now, she laughs at us and she's like, I can't believe that like, that's where I started. And then now this is where, you know, as we, as she graduated last year, where she finished. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we started with her and we kind of realized after a few months of like, Hey, Genevieve does great work, but, that's one person. And we're asking her to tell the stories of campus. Um, that's again, not setting her up for success and it's not setting up for us, us up for success. Uh, and so started to kind of had some conversations with our leadership, uh, university marketing leadership and what we needed to do. Um, and I still remember to a, uh, to a T a day that I walked into, uh, my supervisor, Mike's office, our director. Uh, and I said, Mike, if we want to do this, if you actually want me to grow this type of content, I need a team of four people. Uh, and he looked at me and to his credit, he said, go do it, get it done. If, if that's what it takes for us to close that gap and start telling those stories, let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, about a year ago, we kind of pulled that team together for the first time. Um, and I remember sitting in that meeting and having a quick conversation with him saying, we're going to fail at this. Um, you know, the next three months will be a lot of not, not fail permanently. Right. But like, right, but right. like there will be failures as we go through this, right. Yep. Videos aren't going to come together and ideas not going to work. I'm going to have to tell you no on things or, um, mm-hmm. something, uh, it just won't work out. Uh, and so, um, we kind of sat through three, three months or so kind of got the ball rolling. Um, I was just, you mentioned some numbers as we were talking earlier, I looked back and, um, we did 80 total like reels, short form content, if you will. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really where this group is focused. I probably should have started there is that um, the student media team is focused on short form content. And so we did 80 of those in 2022 total, but our student media team started in September. Uh, and so from like late September through the end of the year uh, in 2022, we did 42. So over half of our videos, short form videos were done. Um, in a span of a couple months that our team really hit the ground running and um, started telling stories. So uh, what, where, where else do I go with this? Where you tell me what else you want to know, what else we can chat about. Yeah, I can chat no. About this group fantastic. all day. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, looking back one year now, like what has been the outcome for the accounts, right? Like how, how much have they grown? And just for context for the listeners too, like, um, you know, this is from 2021, but it said there was around 19,000 students. And this is 2021 at University of South Dakota. So um, if you look at 
Genevieve, who is one person, like there's no way one person can handle all the social accounts that come with 19,000 plus students today. Right. And so, um, yeah, it's, I'm sorry. Those, those are two things, but yeah, I'd love to hear about how the account has grown and you know what, how you're managing such a huge student body with even four people still today. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think what we look for is students who, um, it, it sounds, it sounds easy and cliche and whatnot. And it's really not, as I say, like we're looking for students that get it, um, that want to invest, that want to help us show an active campus that want to, mm-hmm. uh, be a part of the storytelling. And so, um, we, yeah, so we have four students right now. Um, I'll call them out. I can give them a shout out. Right. Uh, we got Allison, Bryn, Tessa, and Dylan on our group. Um, uh, right now that are a part of our student media team. And we meet every week. Um, they come in we kind of ask that they bring some ideas to the table. We certainly have some things from the university side that we want to make sure we cover, right? Like next month is the start of a free application period for us. So like on the university side, that in a short form reel is going to be really important. Um, but it can't always be what is the um, university needing to push, right? Like that's what we're trying to get away from. Uh, and so it's, it's handing them those topics and saying, I need you to do this in a creative way, um, or I need you to put the student spin on this. Um, it can be that it can be also as simple as, um, uh, Hey, here's this current trend going on. Um, I, I, I laugh at like, sometimes you just can't overthink it. Uh, we did one, um, over the summer brand brought up to us that, that, um, do you remember like the Finding Nemo, the kid like singing in the musical had like the Finding Nemo stick and it's like yep. the weird dad, I'm all alone. We just didn't. We put the FAFSA website in the background because like every student connects to, they have to fill out the FAFSA to get to get qualified for um, student aid, right? For for federal loans, like type of thing. Right. And no one, lo- I'm, 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 like I said, I'm 33. I've been out of college for 15 or, or you know, just about a decade now. And it's. Um, just over a decade. Uh, and you still look at fast and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I hope I can figure this out. I, who knows if I'm doing this right. Uh, and so it's little things like that, that, um, we, we try to have some fun with too. Um, the other piece I think, as we, as we say, like we're looking for students that get it to help us tell the story, um, Mm -hmm. is one of the things that we implemented when I started the job, uh, three years ago, and I'm really proud that we've we've held to it uh, and continue to evolve it and continue to bring it into every conversation that we have. Um, is if it's not about if if it doesn't support telling the SDSU story, we mm-hmm. skip it. Uh, and so I mentioned trends, right? Sometimes trends are really fun for us to hop on, and they're super easy for us to to jump in and or or you know. Um, it's really easy to see a new trend and say, hey, let's just do this. Let's have fun with it, whatever. Um, but we always try to connect things back to South Dakota State. Um, and so like uh, there was one, I think, of like uh, a trend of like you're trying to stop someone from doing something in a photo. Uh, we could be goofy with that, right? You could mm-hmm. do a goofy trend. But like one of our things is we have like ears up, right? And so it was how do we connect it to uh, your friend who puts ears up in every photo? Right. And, and so it's something like that. Um, or uh, I think a couple years ago, um, there was kind of an album, co- album cover trend going around. Right. Of of your life in album cover colors, covers. Um, and the first couple drafts that came in from a student were like just random pictures and whatnot. I said, well, let's make it about SDSU. And so we changed it to um, scenery shots of campus that could be album covers. Uh, did it that way type of stuff. Nice. So 
we always try to like, we'll take them and connect with it and then um, uh, make it about campus. Another one that uh, I think is always a win and, and is always trendy. And uh, if you can put Taylor Swift with anything, like your engagements go up. So uh, <laughs> Essa a while back brought us one that she's a big Swifty. Uh, and so like she just showed up, she's like, how about this one? And it was just the Taylor Swift albums, uh, uh, in like different scenery shots. And, and so we did that with campus or like, here's SDSU as Taylor Swift albums and all of her stuff and how they connected to us. So, um, yeah, we have, we have a good group. They bring good ideas. Um, it, it's a lot of fun to, to let them roll with it too. The other part, um, I'll just keep talking, right? Yeah, uh, yeah keep going. We talk You're on about roll. The, the authentic <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, we want it to be through their eyes, right? We want them uh-huh. to capture campus or um, there's one that's that's kind of blowing up for us right now that it's really funny of, uh, it's like when you make new friends uh, the first week of classes, but you get too attached to your classmates and it's like the sound of like, where are you going? The mm-hmm. bathroom, right? And so like that one's that one's going crazy for us. We've had like 25,000 <laughs> interactions on it and it's like, uh, that was so simple to come up with, but we, it, but it connects with that age of student that, that we're hoping to get, right? Like we're hoping to talk to current students. We're hoping to talk to prospective students. I can't come up with that. That, that content isn't mm-hmm. funny if I do it from the university type of thing, but because we have college students do it and we have that age group connect, um, it, it lands and it hits that and it, it closes a gap that we can't get to. Um, yeah. I, I'm there curious. Is, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there is always that caveat of like, um, we still have a university social media account to run. Uh, and so there are some things that we do have to say no to, right? Um, we never want to, um, we never want to show too negative of, of, of anything, right? Like we want it to be real. We want it to be right. authentic. We're not going to, um, we're not going to negatively portray anyone or anything. Um, we, we always try to be positive and we always want to build people up or make people laugh without cutting anyone down or without um, attacking anything. Um, the other part I think is that there are some times that like we just have to say no to ideas because they just don't land um, or uh, uh, it just doesn't quite get done. Um, we had one, I don't know, it was, it was probably a year ago that Oh, you know what? A perfect example. So we started doing like mini mics um, uh, and mini mic. So like we'd bring like a mini mic and like we asked oh, students. Oh, from, like from the phone, you can connect it to a yeah, phone or yeah. something. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and so there was one that we were trying to do. Um, and we have this thing called One Day for State on Campus, which is a annual day of giving that um, our foundation runs an excellent event. And um, mm-hmm. it's tied on social media and engagement and um number of giving, like number of donors, not amount of donors type of thing. But at the end of the day, you have this big party. Uh, and so our students said, well, let's go do a mini mic there and we'll go talk about this. Um, and a couple hours later, I hadn't heard anything and I texted them and I'm like, hey, where are we at? How are we doing on content? Whatever. And um, they said like, we got some stuff, but it's so loud and like you can't hear anything. And so the mic doesn't work. And I said, it's okay. Right? Like, it, it didn't come together. Um, I would rather not post that and skip the idea um, than post something that doesn't meet our brand standards or doesn't reflect us in a positive light. Um, 
We've had other instances, I think back to Genevieve, um, uh, and I can't pull the exact video that it was on, um, mm-hmm. but she brought an idea into our office and I kind of said, I don't know, is this something we really want to do? Um, and Genevieve was still kind of getting used to us and how we worked and all that. And she's like, oh, okay, like we can skip it. And I was like, but do you think like we should, she's like, I think it's really funny. I said, then it's your job to fight for me. Like it's your job to fight for that. And, and mm-hmm. tell me that like, uh, I don't take offense to you. If you look at me and say like, Hey, Andrew, you're just old man. Like <laughs> you don't get this. This isn't for you. Um, and so uh, here's the trend. Here's how it connects. Here's what we need to do. Um, uh-huh. And I let him roll with it. So it, it, it's fun. It's, it's, it's good to be able to have some control uh, and feel good about it. And at the same time, um, really let our students take the keys and, and, and go. Love that. Yeah. I mean, one thing I'm hearing is, you know, empowering your student team to, to fight for what they think is right. Cause you may have, you know, as a manager, like you don't really understand or it doesn't make sense or you, you think it's not going to click, but you know, the student, they get it right. They're, they're talking to their prospective students. They're talking to their age group. And so I, I think that's a powerful lesson. And yeah, I've definitely had my own fair share of good and bad ideas for social media content too. So I totally understand. Like I've had some that, you know, have fallen short <laughs> and, you know, I just, you just got to own up to it. Right. You, you do. I, um, you laugh at that <laughs> empowering thing. I actually just got finished with, a um, uh, event this weekend through SDSU, we have something called lead state, which is a leadership mm-hmm. development program for sophomores. Uh, and it's focused on a little bit of like the Clifton strengths. And right. one of my strengths is developer. And so it's like, as you say, empower, I'm like, that's one of my favorite things to do is like, mm-hmm. let someone take the keys and like, what can you accomplish? I'm here to back you up. I'm here to support you. Uh, if you, if, if our student media team needs anything, A, they know they're only a click away or, you know, a text away for me to jump in and help. Uh, But I want to see them tell the stories. I want to see them have success. Allison is is one of our students that spends a lot of time in our office. And um, we have numerous conversations where I'll say, like, can you can you think back to a year ago when you joined us and like, did you ever imagine that you'd be, you'd be running point on these things or um, taking control of a meeting? And she's like, no, I never did. And and it's Mm -hmm. fun. And we give them real hands-on experience to, to um, tell stories. It helps us, right? Like it, 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 I mentioned all the benefits for us, but two, it helps set them up for success when wherever they're going is that they have experience taking the reins on stuff and telling stories and um, learning how the world works. That's fantastic. And I, I just wanted to let in the audience know, I just had a quick fact check hiccup earlier. I meant to say SDSU, which... Uh, is around 12,000 students. This is numbers from 2022 fall, but still large campus, right? My point I wanted to drive is how do you tell stories when you have 12,000 students on campus, right? With one person. And so it's a, it's a heavy job and yeah, just wanted to bring that up. But yeah, everything you've mentioned, you know, super important. I think social media is so hard. It's always evolving. And so having those students involved in your team is so crucial. Like you say, you have to get it right that shows to prospective students like, oh, this school gets it, right? And so I feel like it has this compounding effect that it's sometimes hard to measure, right, with direct numbers, but like from a philosophical point, like it just makes so much sense, right? When a company institution is able to really communicate with whoever their prospective students are, I think it's huge. So thank you so much for sharing all that. Um, We're just 
we're just at about time right now. And I was wondering where our listeners and our audience could link up with you to learn more about what you're up to at SDSU. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate it. I, I, I looked up and we are already at half hour. We've just been chatting. <laughs> I've just been rambling, talking social all day, every day. Um, so a uh, couple different ways. Number one on our uh, South Dakota State University, um, you can find us on all the major platforms. Um, Instagram is the big one where we talk about our short form content from the university side. That is SD State Picks. Uh, for us. Otherwise, if you go to sdstate.edu, there's links out to all of our social accounts. Um, as for me, send me a message on LinkedIn, connect with me there. Um, uh, X, Twitter, uh, Instagram as well, Facebook, anything like that. I know that I think I reached out to you through Facebook originally when we started chatting and then right. um, connection through LinkedIn and all there. So um, no, feel free to connect with me. Can I add, can I add one more thing on the social piece that I, I've been thinking about here, Shiro. You okay with floor. that? It's your floor. Let's Perfect. go for it. <laughs> it's your floor. I just get to be a, a, a guest today. It's awesome. Um, I think the last thing that I, I tell students, and, and it's a message that um, I think you'll know why I want to share this, is uh, as we talk about goals and we talk about engagement and we talk about impressions and all these numbers and views, and um, we certainly have goals from a university end of, uh, of things, of, of where we want to hit and what engagement rates we want to be at, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I tell my students every time is do not get caught up in the numbers. We have tasked you to provide the authentic look at a student experience. And so if, if a student arrives on campus after looking at our Instagram, they can say, it matches. What I see here matches what I saw on our Instagram account. That's number one. The other thing that I tell them, um, no matter what comments you see, no matter how many likes you get, no matter how many views the reel got last week versus this week, you are way more important of a human um, and you're way more valuable to us as, uh, as a jackrabbit and a person and someone who gets to be our teammate um, than any like anything like that. I think too often social media, right? You can just get so caught up um, in, in the likes, in the views, in, in all of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to sit down with a group every week and um, I don't tell them enough of how important they are as human beings and as individuals to us. Um, they're, they're not just likes to us. They're not just numbers. They're not just brand messaging. They are um, they're a part of our family. Um, we, we love them. We love to have them around. We love to let them tell our stories. We love to, um, let them know how valuable they are to us. So that's my final message on social. Thanks for giving me a couple minutes there. Yeah, absolutely. Andrew, of course, that was fantastic. And I think that'll make a nice soundbite for later. So appreciate you speaking up and fighting for your piece of the pie this time. (laughs) That's fantastic. All right. Well, Thanks again for all listeners tuning in today. Catch us on the next episode of the Higher Ed Dimension Podcast. And thank you, Andrew, for joining. It's a pleasure. And hopefully maybe next time we can record about this amazing retention rate that you've been able to successfully accomplish at SDSU. Uh, Good teammates. Uh, I'll definitely connect you with them if you want. Thanks, Shiro. I appreciate it. Thanks, Andrew.